You're listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. And a good morning to everybody out there. Welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Happy to be here on a Monday after the Super Bowl. We have got a lot to cover, including a breakdown of Super Bowl 55. We'll talk about including Tampa Bay winning the Super Bowl, Tom Brady getting his seventh Super Bowl, and will the Chiefs be back? It was one of Patrick Mahomes' worst games of his career. Also, we had some NFL honors over the weekend. Aaron Rodgers gets his third MVP. We had a Hall of Fame class to announce for 2021 for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I'm going to break down everything about the Super Bowl last night. I watched it. Had a small Super Bowl party at my house. Just the family. It was enjoyable. It wasn't the best Super Bowl. It actually was one of the most disappointing Super Bowls, especially with the hype with Patrick Mahomes going up against Tom Brady. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win 31-9. Tom Brady gets his seventh Super Bowl. And there's now talks, is he the greatest athlete of all time? I'm talking about more than Michael Jordan, more than Babe Ruth. Does rings make you a great athlete? If it's all about rings, I could break down all the breaks that Tom Brady has had in his career to get to that point. I'm going to talk about the game because Patrick Mahomes had his worst game of his NFL career, and you could blame it on the offensive line. He had more pressures than any quarterback in the Super Bowl. It seemed like every time Patrick Mahomes was dropping back, he was running for his life. Hats off to the Tampa Bay defense who stepped up. They kept him out of the end zone. In fact, the only person that got into the Chiefs end zone was that streaker late in the fourth quarter. Tom Brady, as cool and poised as he was, it seemed like him and Gronk were on the same page. That's not the same Gronkowski that has been in the regular season. Tom Brady and Gronk has been here before, and they knew what to do. Two touchdown passes to Rob Gronkowski, one touchdown pass to Antonio Brown, and you knew that with a minute left to go in the first half, if Tom Brady got the ball back, he had a minute to go, that he was going to be able to get into the end zone to make it 21-6. But in all fairness, the refs, did not swallow the whistle. They did call some pass interference plays that extended drives. And Twitter was going crazy saying, oh, the Brady's got the refs on his side now. And, and that's not neither the case. Those were clearly pass interference calls. But the refs decided to call it at that moment to extend the drives. It happened on the previous drive. Tampa Bay did a great job running the football. That's something that the Chiefs did not go to. Clyde Edwards-Alaire only had nine carries. If you know that your offensive line is depleted, run the football. I know that the Buccaneers have the best run defense, but you can't put it all on Patrick Mahomes' shoulders. Tampa Bay had an answer for Tyreek Hill. Yes, Travis Kelsey had his yards, but it was mainly garbage yards. And Tom Brady didn't throw it over the top that many times. Tom Brady had a great game plan. He relied on his defense. He let Leonard Fournette run the football. Ronald Jones was back. He was healthy. And Tom Brady was able to control the game. I watched it to the end. You could say that this Super Bowl was a blowout, but with Patrick Mahomes, he could bring you back. They went for it on fourth down a couple of times. They settled for field goals to start. I knew it was going to be a long day for Patrick Mahomes if he is settling for field goals. 
down 21-6, and the Chiefs got the ball to start the second half, and the Chiefs settle for a field goal. A couple of other drives, the Chiefs went for it on fourth down. Patrick Mahomes had two interceptions, and Tampa Bay does it. They win the Super Bowl. What a sports year for the city of Tampa. The Lightning winning the Stanley Cup, the Tampa Bay Rays making it to the World Series, and now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are your Super Bowl champs. Tom Brady, at age 43, there's no stopping this guy. His work ethic and leadership is imperable. You can't put a price tag on that. And when he decided to leave the New England Patriots and go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a franchise that does not have a winning culture. Sure, they have that one Super Bowl they won in 2003. Other than that, Tampa Bay has not been a winning culture. He goes to a franchise that already had weapons in place. They had a talented team. They went 7-9 last year. And just that leadership, just bringing back Gronk, and getting Antonio Brown to play with you because everybody wants to play with Tom Brady. He is the ultimate champion. He is a leader of men, and just his motivation, yelling and screaming at guys in the huddle and making sure that his presence is known. When it comes to IQ and what to expect, he's been in the league long enough. He's been in the league 19 years. He knows what defenses are coming. He's seen just about everything. And Tom Brady is poised and focused. Hats off to the Buccaneers defense. I feel they want it for Brady. And Patrick Mahomes had one of his worst games of his NFL career, mainly because of the offensive line and also the Bucs game plan stopping Mahomes was the key but Tom Brady wins Super Bowl MVP he had three touchdown passes he has won five Super Bowl MVPs that is unheard of is he better as far as best athlete of all time having seven rings does that put him above Michael Jordan that is going to be the debate for a long time but Jordan never lost any NBA finals Tom Brady going to 10 Super Bowls is now 7-3 in Super Bowls. Just think, those three losses, the loss to Nick Foles, he threw for 500 yards. It took a Philly special to get Philly their first ever Super Bowl, and he lost to Nick Foles. Those two Super Bowls against the Giants, a Tyreek, a David Tyree helmet catch and an over-the-shoulder helmet. An over-shoulder catch by Mario Manningham, and he also had a chance to win it at the end with that incomplete pass in the end zone. Tom Brady, you're talking about Tom Brady that could have won 10 Super Bowls, but he's had a lot of breaks over the years, breaking down all the Super Bowls, starting with the first Super Bowl that Tom Brady won. The Patriots were heavy underdogs going up against the greatest show on turf, and it took an Adam Vinatieri kick. It took an Adam Vinatieri field goal to win it for the Patriots. Remember when the announcers were saying, oh, he should just play for overtime, and he marched all the way down to the field, and what was he working with? I can't even remember. David Givens, Troy Brown, those were the Patriots receivers back then. All right, so the second Super Bowl that Tom Brady won was against the Carolina Panthers, and it took another Adam Vinatieri field goal. The next Super Bowl they won against the Philadelphia Eagles. It was a lot closer than people think, and Tom Brady barely won that one as well. It was a one-possession game. And then fast forward 10 years later, he's taken on the Seattle Seahawks, and Russell Wilson throws it in the end zone to Malcolm Butler. 
Tom Brady wins that Super Bowl. I don't really want to get into 28 to 3 because it's too painful. Tom Brady wins that Super Bowl. And then a couple of years ago, one of the worst Super Bowls I've ever seen, and I'm, I feel bad that Atlanta hosted the Super Bowl, the 13 to 3 game against the Los Angeles Rams, where Gronk had a big catch and Tom Brady had Sony Michelle in the end zone, and that gave him six Super Bowls. And now this Super Bowl with a different team, a different system, a different coach. The Patriots were talking trash before they let him go, saying that they could win with any quarterback. And Belichick really wanted Jimmy Garoppolo. And then the owner wanted to keep Tom Brady. And you have that feud. And the fact, I actually thought before Tom Brady went back to the Super Bowl that his career was on the back nine. It seems like he is just as good as he was 10 years ago. Tom Brady is, in my opinion, the greatest football player of all time, and he's now in the conversation of the greatest athlete of all time. All right, a heartbreaking Super Bowl for the Kansas City Chiefs. It was a blowout. Patrick Mahomes, still a great quarterback. He's still 25 years old. But will the Kansas City Chiefs return to the Super Bowl? The same thing happened to the Seattle Seahawks in 2014 when Russell Wilson went to back-to-back Super Bowls and he was getting ready to win a second one and the heartbreak with the Malcolm Butler interception. Russell Wilson has yet to return to the Super Bowl. I'm starting to see similarities, but can... Patrick Mahomes get back to the Super Bowl. It is not easy. I came on this show a year ago and said, oh, the 49ers will be back. Well, the 49ers were derailed by injuries and they went 6-10. and 10. I'm not saying that's going to happen with the Chiefs. Andy Reid is getting up there in age. We don't know if Eric Bieniemy is going to be back as offensive coordinator. Travis Kelsey could get older. Tyreek Hill could be a free agent and, and move teams. That defense may not be as great as it once was. A lot of factors have to come into play for Patrick Mahomes to get back to the Super Bowl. And he has proven with that banged up offensive line that he can't do it himself. Although I am impressed with that one throw where he threw it sidearm and he was in midair when he was about to take a sack. He almost he almost completed that for a pass. That was impressive. And only Patrick Mahomes can do something like that. But will he be back? I think that he will still be a formidable quarterback. I don't think he'll reach the mountaintop like Brady and get seven Super Bowls. That is a tall task. But looking at this game, one thing that did impress me was the the fact that Tampa Bay's defense came to play. Hats off to head hats off to defensive coordinator Todd Bowles, who had a game plan. And this was a fun Super Bowl. I enjoyed watching it, and it was never over. It was never over. Even when it was 31, even when it was 31 to 9, I had confidence that Patrick Mahomes could come back. This is only a three-score game. And remember, the Chiefs were down 24 to nothing against the Texans. So it kept me in my seat. I was watching it all the way to the end. I enjoyed the commercials. The commercials were funny. The one I liked the most was the Matthew McConaughey Doritos 3D commercial where he's flat. He goes into the vending machine. He eats the Doritos and then he's stuck in the vending machine. That was pretty funny. The Will Ferrell one where he's taking a ship. He's getting in the car and he's going to Norway and he's not in Norway. He's in Sweden. That was fun. I saw the trailer for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I cannot wait for that once WandaVision is over. That looked exciting. I was disappointed there was not really a whole lot of movie trailers for the summer. I guess because we're in a pandemic. There were some there were some commercials that really pulled at your heartstrings, like the amputee swimmer that is trying to get adopted. That kind of got me a little tear-eyed. I love Drake from State Farm. That was a pretty creative commercial. 
So those were my favorite commercials. Uh, tell me what your favorite commercials were in the comments. That would be amazing. The Weeknd had a pretty good show. I know he got ripped on Twitter that it just wasn't the same show like Prince or Beyonce. Or, you know, they've had better shows in the past. But you got to remember, we're in a pandemic. The song Blinded Lights was the best song of 2020. And that was the highlight. I love that show. I love that song. I know my wife was telling me he has other hits and I'm and I'm like going through the the all the weekend's hits. I'm like yeah, I know that he has other hits, but Blind and Lights was cool. And so he he did a good job. Good show. All right, I I've, I've been spinning the last 10 15 I've been spinning the last I've been here talking about the Super Bowl, and we did have other sporting events over the weekend, including the NBA where the Sacramento Kings have won five straight. The Sacramento Kings have won four straight by beating the Clippers. De'Aaron Fox had 36 points and Buddy Heel chipped in with 22. And don't look now, but the Sacramento Kings are tied for the Golden State Warriors for that eighth and final playoff spot in the Western Conference. And could it be that the Sacramento Kings could break their playoff streak? They have not made it to the playoffs since 2006. And maybe, just maybe, this is the year they finally get to the playoffs. Bad news for the Atlanta Hawks. DeAndre Hunter will be out for a while. That is a tough blow right now. The Hawks are 11-12. and 12. They are currently the sixth seed. But if you look, they are just a game and a half out of that fourth seed and really five and a half games out from the Philadelphia 76ers that are 17-7. and They are the best team in the Eastern Conference. It looks like Derrick Rose will be reunited with head coach Tom Thibodeau as he gets traded back to the New York Knicks. You know, he played there before in 2017, and now he is back, so that is a good reunion. I want to talk a little bit about the Hawks. They did get a big win over the Toronto Raptors over the weekend, 132-121. to Trey Young had 28 points. Is Trey Young an all-star? He's not doing well in the all-star voting, but will he make it to the team as a reserve? A lot of people that criticize Trey Young think that he is an overrated player, and they feel that the Dallas Mavericks won the Luka Doncic trade. I actually think they're both 1A and 1B. Yes, Luka Doncic is a great player, but Trey Young does what the Hawks want him to do. He fills, he fits the bill for what the system that GM Travis Schlenketh is trying to do in Atlanta, and he is an exciting, electrifying player. You know, he's going to have some bad shooting nights, but the jury, with the jury out on Cam Reddish, whatever Cam Reddish does as a player is going to be the barometer of who wins that trip. Whatever Cam Reddish does as a player is going to be the barometer of who wins that trade. College basketball. We had some great college basketball games over the weekend. See, it wasn't always about See, it wasn't all about the Super Bowl. Alabama goes down as Missouri defeats the Crimson Tide 68 to 65. Alabama is still the best team in the SEC. You had Tennessee defeat Kentucky. Kentucky drops to 5-12. Tennessee is 13-4. You had Georgia defeat Vanderbilt. Georgia is 12-6. So if you look at the teams in the SEC, and uh, these are going to be my tournament teams. The teams that are going to make the NCAA tournament, in my opinion, is Alabama, Missouri, Tennessee, and right now the teams on the bubble are LSU, Arkansas, and Georgia. 
it's going to be tough to see Florida and Mississippi get in. They don't have impressive records. But right now, even though LSU is 6-4 and four in the SEC and they're 11-6 and six overall, they have got to get more impressive wins. And they got to make a big run in the SEC tournament to get in. But there's not a whole lot of teams that can make the NCAA tournament. Georgia right now, 12-6. and six. They have a shot, but they got to start winning some conference games. And Kentucky's only hope, because they have 12 losses, they got to win the SEC tourney to get in. They're going to have to have a run like Georgia did in 2008, when they only won four regular season games, and they had that incredible run. Uh, if you remember the tornado game, that that was just a great Georgia sports story. I remember it very well when they played two games in one day. Kentucky's going to have to have a run like Georgia did in 2008. We had NFL honors over the weekend, and congratulations to Aaron Rodgers for picking up his third MVP. Justin Herbert, the quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers, won rookie of offensive rookie of the year. Chase Young for the Washington football team wins defensive rookie of the year quarterback russell wilson wins the walter payton man of the year and the coach of the year is cleveland browns head coach kevin stefanski your hall of fame your hall of fame class for 2021 no surprise peyton manning charles woodson and calvin johnson all make it to the hall of fame in their first ballot peyton manning what can you say he was playing with tom brady it's hard to believe tom brady's still playing but Peyton Manning has been out of the game long enough, and he's not just known for those nationwide commercials where he's annoying Brad Paisley. He was a great football player. Really, in my lifetime, the only football player. He was a surefire number one pick, great college quarterback at the University of Tennessee, great football player for the Indianapolis Colts and Denver Broncos. I was glad to see him win another Super Bowl ring so he could tie his brother, Eli Manning, and Peyton Manning's a Hall of Famer. Charles Woodson, what can you say about him? Also in that draft class in 1997, he won the Heisman Trophy as a cornerback. And I felt the Raiders got a great special player when they drafted him. Felt like they got that that pick right. He made it to the Super Bowl with the Raiders in 2002. However, they lost to the Buccaneers. And then when he went over to Green Bay in free agency... He won a Super Bowl with the Packers, one of the best cornerbacks of all time. Charles Woodson was a very special player. And then let's talk about Megatron, Calvin Johnson. It's hard to believe that Calvin Johnson had the career that he had. He did not play that many. Let's talk about Megatron, Calvin Johnson. He did not have the long, lengthy career as most people, but he did play for 12 seasons from 2007 to 2015. He was a six-time Pro Bowler, a third. He was a three-time All-Pro. He was on the 2010s All-Decade team. And one of those players, he had 11,000 receiving yards. He had over, he had 731 receptions, 11,619 yards, and he had 83 touchdowns. A great Hall of Fame career, but he only played 12 seasons. He retired at the prime of his career. And he could never just get it going with the Detroit Lions. The Lions having another special player like they did with Barry Sanders. And they could not just give him help. It had to have been tough for Calvin Johnson. I remember him when he was a talented wide receiver that played for Georgia Tech. When I first moved out to Atlanta, he played for Georgia Tech in the 2006 season. And he was a very special player. And Calvin Johnson did make the postseason twice. 
in 2011 and 2014, but he never won a playoff game. Calvin Johnson, definitely a Hall of Famer. Also, John Lynch finally makes it into the Hall of Fame. The talented safety for Tampa Bay, currently the 49ers GM. He makes it to the Hall of Fame. Head coach Tom Flores makes it to the Hall of Fame. Remember, he had a very successful run with the Oakland slash Los Angeles Raiders. He won two Super Bowls. In 1980, he won it with the Oakland Raiders. And then in 1982, he won it with the Los Angeles Raiders. And so well-deserving that he got in. Right after the Super Bowl, all the sports stories start to slow down. But that doesn't mean that this show is going to slow down. I'm just going back to one show a week. It is going to be very interesting how we talk about sports in the future as we do have some events that are coming up in the month of February to include pitchers and catchers reporting for baseball. We also have the virtual, we're not going to have the NFL combine, but we will have the NFL draft coming up in a couple of months. And we also have the return of major league soccer. And I want to keep tabs on Joseph Martinez to see what his progress is with that torn ACL to see if he makes it back and is healthy for Atlanta United. So in baseball news, the Atlanta Braves decided to re-up with Marcel Ozuna. And that is going to be a big acquisition because the Braves are trying to get back to at least compete with the Dodgers. The Dodgers winning the World Series, defeating the Braves after taking a 3-1 series lead. The Braves squander that lead. The Dodgers, the rich get richer. They sign Trevor Bauer, and their starting pitching, it looks scary. With Clayton Kershaw, Trevor Bauer, Walker Bueller, Julio Arias, and David Price. Don't look now. Julio Arias is a very underrated pitcher for the Dodgers, and he is scary good. And just looking at what the Dodgers did with their moves, the Braves had to sign Marcelo Zuna. And they're going to get better because they're going to get Soroka back, but their bullpen is going to look a little bit different. So good luck to the Braves in the 2021 season. I can't wait. Looks like we will have fans at Truett's Park. Well, that is all the time I have on the show. I want to thank all my listeners that downloaded my podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to my Facebook channel. And don't forget, I will be back on the air next Monday. So I hope that everybody has a great day and enjoy your week. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved.